Tuesday. Day. Halfway through the week, y'all. You gonna Mike, make Mike, it? Mike, 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 to invite someone to church this year. That's we're not right. covering all Let's of them. We're every single one of them. <laughs> one for each week. Nope. Uh, are 50-point sermons okay now? And January. But first, <laughs> it's January 16th, and we have a few holidays to celebrate, don't we, Mo? Uh, we do, but I think we're skipping them because we have to do all 52, 52 ways, ways to invite someone, someone to church. church so... <laughs> happy, happy holidays to everyone here's the news <laughs> all right number one is book publishers day mm-hmm. cool howdy to all those book publishers out there <laughs> thomas nelson zondervan yep. whatever else way to go uh number two national fig newton day mm. you a fan of fig newton i love me some fig I do too. they're actually really good and they've even come out with like the strawberry filled ones and even though I love strawberry, I don't like them as much as the normal Fig Newtons. Really? Now, I don't like normal figs. I was going to say, have you ever had a normal fig? Yes. Okay. But, but Fig Newtons, I don't know. They're just, they're, a cookie's a cookie, but Fig Newtons fruit and cake. So, <laughs> yeah, can't All right. wrong with that. <laughs> Number three. National... That's the real fruit cake, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> Mo just gave me the list of just Shut your mouth for once, please. Let me get through my segment. You're the one who wrote 52 ways into our script today. So, listen, I'm just trying to keep us most, on track. Most panicking. Most panicking for time. I don't want to be here all day. This show's only three hours. 52 is like just over the verge of eternity for me, okay? All right. It's also National Nothing Day. You know what I got to say about that? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> and lastly, it's Religious Freedom Day. Yeah, so we probably should have probably should have done something special about that day. <laughs> Didn't think about it. He's too busy focusing on fifty two ways well, to invite only someone to church. On that. So I'm focused on Vic Newtons. Over I'm here. I don't know what's on going on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the news. David Platt may be known for his radical ways, but when he stepped onto the stage January 5th at the 2019 Cross Conference, no one expected to get a 50-point sermon. See, I'm telling you. 50. It's (laughs) just past eternity. eternity. (laughs) Platt, who preaches for nearly six hours during his annual secret church events, made it through the entire book of Revelation and all 50 points in about an hour at the Missions Conference in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, is, that, is that how it's pronounced? Louisville. 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 Just down to LVL. Louisville. Louisville, Kentucky. The points included 48 characteristics of Jesus and a pair of exhortations. I tweeted out, hey, David Platt, can you not make it look like 50-point sermons are okay? Because right. we're barely making it to Crackle Barrel as it is. <laughs> <laughs> I... Bad precedence to set. <laughs> I... Was it recorded? Yeah, I... you can okay. watch it online, actually. So I actually, I'm interested to watch it. Yeah, I am too. Um, it's actually, I've heard it's a really good sermon. But see, so. here's what gets me. Mm. We've been studying Revelations for a yeah. while. And Revelation, 
And um, noob, I, are you a noob, Christian? Whatever. Revelations. Revelations. Um, and I don't. I I'm, <laughs> I don't know how he and fit I into an hour. I understand nothing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't learned a thing. <laughs> no, I've learned a lot. Just don't get it. Um, I know these things are things. I just don't understand them. So actually, I think that that's where my issue comes into play is that I have learned quite a bit, a lot more than prior, but we've been going chapter by chapter in an hour. Mm. I can't imagine (laughs) how he actually got some like... Meat in there? Yes. Well, go listen. Tell me I'm how it is. To. I'm going to make you the, the reporter here. Ooh. Next week, you tell us how it's that It's like went. my dream job, Matt. <laughs> I dreamed of being Lois Lane. <laughs> <laughs> According to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, the average American man has about five and a half hours of free time during the day compared to the average American woman who only has about five. So what are men doing with that extra half hour of luxurious leisure time? Pooping. <laughs> While some cho- choose to socialize or exercise, most men are using their extra time to watch TV, which also includes streaming video on computers, tablets, and mobile devices in the toilet. Exactly. <laughs> that last bit wasn't in the article, but yes, that's what most say. Um, but yeah, I'm not surprised by that. Actually, I'm surprised it's that low. I feel like men have much more time for one reason. Women take so much longer to get ready, and they have to. This hair, they got to do all their hair junk and the makeup junk and all that. Like you, I was late the other day to get here to record. Uh You called me. I said, be there in 15 minutes. I was here in 16 minutes. Yeah. That would have never happened if it was Deidre that needed to be here. (laughs) So Chris and I have done this experiment to see really how long it takes me to get ready compared to him. I can successfully hair, makeup, and dress in the time that it takes him to take a shower. Really? Uh Uh-huh. So as long as I take a shower before him... We are ready to go at the exact same time mm. and walk out the door. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I think, for me, I think that's a pat on the back. Cause I, and I do. I blow dry and curl my hair and I but do that just means. But see, you just, but you just qualified it that you'd have to take a shower before him. Yes. So, I mean, so it's, not that like, you're, it's not that you have the same amount of time. It's that you've coordinated better. Exactly. Right. And that's all that I'm saying. Okay. Like, in a time... Because he's getting Frame. that 15, 20 minutes a year in a shower. He gets to sleep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So in a time frame, I take about 15 minutes longer yeah. than he does. Yeah. Okay. And that's on a... Because I, I don't like taking long showers. Deidre takes in, showers for a year. I out. Nope. Deidre runs all the hot water out. Until it starts getting cold. She will just be in there for days. We're going off on a tangent. But ever (laughs) since I was a kid, I don't like the feeling of being pruney. I hate it. I cannot stand it. I don't like anybody to touch me when I'm... Anyway. So therefore, I don't like to take super long showers. Mm. I get you. Okay. Keep going. Uh, (laughs) All right, Mo. I want to hear your opinion on this one, too. You've heard about Movember. But what about Harry? Similar to the social movement in November, which encourages men to grow mustaches to raise awareness of men's health issues, Harry is a new annual event targeted to women. Harry encourages women to embrace their body hair by growing it out throughout the month. This new craze was started by Laura Jackson, a drama student at a University of Ex- 
Exeter in the UK after she noticed a difference in how she felt when she grew out her body hair for a role. It's not really to erase awareness for any real cause, just to make women feel like they don't have to conform to beauty standard norms. Okay, so here's my two cents on it, <laughs> uh-huh. okay? This is nothing new. <laughs> it's not. For generations, for years, women have gone winter months and not shaved. Mm. Might shave once or twice within the time span of November or possibly October, depending on where you live, to February. If you've got a date night or something, you might want to shave. But overall, for the majority, you don't shave in those months. <laughs> Nothing new. Maybe been it's happening just you, for Mo. generations. Nope. <laughs> nope. Guarantee you, we'll go out and we'll poll 10 women right now. All 10 of them Can are going to say. Can we see your armpits? Can we see your legs? <laughs> right. I know this is weird, but um, <laughs> it's for science. So I just feel like this was just a way for one woman to be like, you know what? It's okay. This is a thing. We all do it. It's called January. Okay. Back off. It's for real. <laughs> I'm just mad that we're breaking it down to just one month out of the winter months. Like, No, this started at Thanksgiving, folks. <laughs> right? It does not end until... March. Till Easter. That's when it Easter. ends. <laughs> I feel like it'd be Valentine's Day, honestly. Well, like I said, you may shave once or twice well, in yeah. there in the if you got a date night. So I don't know. If you're gonna do January, you gotta commit. You gotta go all out for for the whole time. I, I also need to say <laughs> I've never heard about Movember. I've heard of Mustache March. But I've never heard of Movember? Never heard of Movember. Oh, that's been going on for a long time. Uh don't you think that if I had heard of Movember, I would have made a bigger deal out of it? It's, oh. <laughs> it's my month. <laughs> Move over, that. mustaches. Did I know. Didn't make that connection. Movember. Yeah, Movember yeah, is a thing. I've never heard of it. Mustache March. And that's in the military. Yeah. They can have a mustache right. and still be considered <laughs> to be Movember is about men's prostates. Getting your prostate checked. Prostate cancer and health and stuff like that. Until so a, to a raise mustache side. is equivalent. I don't know. I don't know what. The, I don't know what the. I don't remember the, the whole reasoning, the connection, but I know that's what it is, and I know that because of the office, <laughs> <laughs> which you hate. You hate the Here office. Here we go again. Uh, Stupid show. <laughs> All right, let's play some onion, not onion. Okay. Uh, I've got two headlines here. I'm one for one. One of them is real. One of them is fake. Mo's going to guess which one is real. What is real? You can play along at home. So, first headline. Nation's financial advisors recommend capturing magical creature that grants wishes. Or autonomous robot hit and killed by self-driving car. Oh, gosh. Which one's the onion headline? Which one's the real headline? I'm going with I'm going with financial advisors. That's the real one? Yeah. Wrong. If you're worried about intelligent robots taking over the planet, don't be. Self-driving cars are here to take them down. Although you might have to start preparing for self-driving cars to wipe out humanity instead. But anyway, in what's possibly the most futuristic story ever, 
A driverless Tesla knocked down an autonomous robot after the computerized victim journeyed into the road. The incident happened on Paradise Road, Las Vegas, last Sunday, or not last Sunday night, uh, two Sunday nights ago, January 6th, as engineers transported a number of the robots to a display booth ahead of CES, the annual trade show which advertises itself as the global stage where next generation innovations are introduced to the marketplace. The robot was a version 4 model from Promobot, part of a collection of autonomous robots designed for business purposes, which are rentable for $2,000 a day. Wow. The Promobot website reads, it is able to communicate with people on any topic, recognize faces, answer questions, move around avoiding obstacles, except for cars, move its arm and head, show various materials on its display, and integrate with third-party devices and systems. <coughs> Can't avoid that Tesla, though. <laughs> they perform the functions of administrators, promoters, hostesses, museum guides, consultants, concierges, and many others. It's actually quite a pretty impressive robot, which uh, we'll probably see a lot of in the coming years. Uh, after Sunday's collision, the firm revealed one of their creations had been quote-unquote killed as the robot made their way to the booth around 7 p.m. when the bot strayed out of line and into the parking lot roadway where it was struck by a Tesla Model S. The car was operating in autonomous mode, though according to the Mail Online there was a passenger on board. The car continued driving another 50 meters after the accident before finally coming to a stop. Now, I'm not saying for certain the robot had become self-aware and was trying to escape from its life as a smiling servant, but I am going to leave it there for your consideration. So two things. Um, remember when computers became a big thing and everybody was like so concerned because they were going to start taking jobs. Mm -hmm. We, you know, mm -hmm. there'd be fewer jobs They're for people to have. Because, do you remember that? Yeah. I feel like we were maybe in our late middle school years when that became a big thing. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're seeing this mm -hmm. like come to fruition. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and <clears throat> secondly, did we verify? That this was, in fact, a robot and not a robot from Russia. Not like one of those Russian robots. It's just a dude in a costume. A very elaborate costume. Uh, yes. Okay. I've, I've, I've seen it. Unless it was Tyrion Lannister in there, I don't think it could have fit a human. Okay. Um, Peter Dinklage, who turns 40, 50 this year. Uh, so, yeah. I was thinking. About, I had a revelation last night uh, as we were trying to go to sleep. Don't you love those? Right. <laughs> that made me feel really old, really quick. When I was, I think, 17, 16 or 17, still living at home, is when the first Nintendo DS came out. Okay. Which was 3D screen. Like, not like 3D, not like the 3DS, which comes out, but like just, you know, three dimensions. Uh -huh. Every other Game Boy and handheld up to that had been 2D. Yeah. Here we go. Three-dimensional video, video games. Looked even better than the Nintendo 64 graphics, mm -hmm. all that. And I showed it to my dad. And he said, wow. When I was a kid, there was no way I could have predicted something like this existing today. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh gosh. He was like <laughs> early 50s. That's like 20 years away from now for me. Right. In 20 years, we're going to get to the point where I'm like, oh, gosh, I never could have imagined this existing. Yeah. <sighs> so yeah. can you imagine what's going to happen in the next 20 years? I don't years? want to. You can't. It kind of scares me. <laughs> what, what weird 
unthought of thing is going to exist in 20 years. I don't want to know. It certainly doesn't ever go the way that we've planned from past movies of Visit the Future. I mean, Back to the Future, you're way off, man. Right? That's exactly what I was thinking. Now, hoverboards don't work on water, but they also don't hover. So, I mean, we're in a bad place. They're rollerboards. They're rolly boards that people fall off and look like they don't weirdos okay matt i gotta say something before we close out this hour okay be careful we have 52 things to go over i know <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be quick but we talked about how canon got a hoverboard for christmas uh-huh. right and there's video proof of both chris and i riding said hoverboard yeah okay it's really pretty simple once you get your footing and you get your balance you understand how it works Easy peasy. But not okay. everybody reaches that level, Mo. <laughs> you know why they don't reach that level? Because they're too chicken to try, okay? Had friends over, our group of people, uh-huh. last Saturday night. Your Bible okay? study group? Yep. Chris and I, we bring out the hoverboard. We show how how it works and everything, okay? Sippy and Samantha, give it up. A good effort. They hop on there. They give it a try. <laughs> they kind of get their footing, but they're it. No, I'm. That's okay. I'm good. I don't need to be a hoverboard <laughs> expert, right? The other two couples that were there. Hey guys, give it a try. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. I don't want to die today. That's Ooh, what they. Uh-uh. I don't want to die no, today. Thank you. I don't have time for that. I don't want to hurt my neck. <laughs> Matt, in I that moment. Work in the morning. In that moment, no, they don't. They are both stay-at-home parents. Anyway, so in that moment, I remembered why I can't open gifts in front of people, okay? And it's because I have no poker face whatsoever. None. None. I looked at my two friends with utter annoyance and disgust on my face, and I said, You... Sickening me. I said, y'all are a bunch of fuddy-duddies. And I walked away. And I heard, and now I'm getting judged for not wanting to be on a hoverboard. And I thought, what dang right, you're in my house. And I said, try the hoverboard. And you said, no, I surely am going to judge you. Chicken, that's all I could do. They all left and I told Chris, I said, we may have lost a couple friends tonight, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible. Oh, I felt kind of bad, but then again, I really didn't. But at the same time, I'm still mad about it, so. I am older. <laughs> I am the second oldest person in that group of people. And I can get my butt on a hoverboard and ride it around. Oh, my gosh, bro. That's so funny. Okay. Let's, let's end the hour because hopefully can, those people aren't listening can you to imagine, this show. Can you imagine saying that sentence five years ago? Now I'm being judged for not wanting to ride a hoverboard. <laughs> <laughs> if you said that five years ago, people were like, "Are you? Are you okay? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Are you hallucinating? Are you on drugs again?" But <laughs> wasn't on drugs. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> When we come back, 52 ideas on how to invite someone to church this year. That's right, 52 of them. Take that, David Platt. Stick around.
Alright folks, it's second hour here on, oh it's not Tuesday, it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. See, I'm going to go back in time. What, what, it's not Time Machine Tuesday. Nope. It's hump day, hip hop hump day. <clears throat> wacky tacky, hippity hoppity, wacky Wednesday. Win- wacky Wednesday. <laughs> so welcome <laughs> to the party. Wednesday! <laughs> and uh, Mo's got some rando facts for us. Rando, I do. All right, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Number one, pulling all-nighters causes you to want more food the next day. I believe that. Huh. I don't. You don't? I don't believe that. It's, it's because mainly... Because if I pull it... Well, okay, so it, define an all-nighter for me. Like, can I stay up all night and then go to sleep at no. 8 o'clock in the morning? I have to pull a 24-hour... Okay. Well, it'll be like, be like 30... It'll be like 40 hours. Four, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> so, so then it's I like, can see uh, you, Yeah, you need more, more junk to keep you awake. Yeah. So you got to keep filling yourself with energy. So my <coughs> argument was going to be like... The boys just recently participated in a lock-in. Oh, a lock-in. So it was going to be like that kind of scenario. You know, they were up from 7 to 7. But but then they they slept from from 8 to (laughs) 4. Goodness gracious. That's bad. That's that's. Have they gotten back to the sleep pattern, normal sleep pattern then yet? Uh, Because the first time I did a lock-in, that's what I did. I slept in, and my mom just let me sleep as late as I wanted. And it took me like three days to get back into a normal sleeping pattern. Yeah. So from then on, anytime I did that, I'd get home at 8, and I'd only let myself sleep till noon. Yeah. And then I'd get back up, and then I'd go to bed at like 10 that Mm -hmm. night. And then the next day, I was back to my normal time, you know? Yeah, I don't think that my boys are back on a normal <laughs> sleep pattern, which really stinks because we went back to school last week. So yeah, this is a little I'm late. Trying to wake them up. A little up late and, for the login. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, all right, number two. About sixty-eight percent of people experience phantom vibration syndrome, where you mistakenly think your phone is buzzing in your pocket. Are you one of those? I've had it happen. I, I don't. It's not like a reoccurring thing or whatever. It happens to me at least once a month. Really? And it's, you know, and you think, because, and it always happens like when I'm in my truck. And so I'd think, you know, it's something going on with the truck shaking or whatever. Yeah. But no, I mean, I physically feel something directly on that muscle in my leg. Mm-hmm. And it's very strange. I'm like, oh, someone's calling me and I pull it out and nothing's happening. I'm like, what? Chris <laughs> does it all the time. No it happens to him a no lot. Nothing. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see if it's more, if it happens more to men than it does to women. Yeah, I don't know. Curious. That's interesting. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And lastly, not only are some humans allergic to cats, but some cats are also allergic to humans. Take that, society. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. I told you that my mom made me yes. believe that I was allergic to cats because she was because allergic, she's to, allergic cats. to cats. Yep. <laughs> so I was terrified of cats my whole childhood. So listen, if you have like an animal allergy, I think that's the way to go. Yeah. Like, and you're <laughs> never going to be able to. Because every kid wants a dog. Mm-hmm. Every kid wants a pet. But you know that you personally are allergic and you're never going to be able to give that to your child. Just make them think that they're allergic. <laughs> I think your mom was on to something. Uh, yeah, it was pretty smart, I guess, of her. Yeah. My dad's and- allergic to earth, like everything, including animals. And so he was, he, my parents were divorced, so he could never have an animal at his house when I would go home mm. in the, or to his house in the summers. 
But my brother, who grew up in his house, always grew up hating the fact that my dad was allergic to dogs, therefore he could never have a dog. (laughs) But if my dad had been like, you're allergic to dogs, (laughs) maybe the outcome would have been a little different. (laughs) And I don't know why when I was a kid, but I immediately assumed that allergy meant if you were exposed to it, you would die. You would die. Like, yeah, yeah, your throat's going to close up. You can't breathe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, even I have just recently learned that I'm allergic to penicillin and stuff, but it wouldn't kill me. Yeah, I would get a weird, I get a weird rash. I'd get some, I have some problems, but they have other medicine that would counteract it. I'm like, oh, okay, well, guess I don't need to wear this weird medic alert bracelet for the rest of my life. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) I could see you doing that. So I was told very early that I'm allergic to C-Clor, which is a type of medication. And I was given that when I was less than two mm-hmm. in the hospital. Don't know why. Don't know what happened, why I was in the hospital in the first place. But so my mom always told me growing up, you're allergic to C-Clor. And so as an adult, when you begin to fill out your paperwork when you go to the hospital mm-hmm. and it says allergic to any medications, I would always put C-Clor. Yeah. And it wasn't until probably since we've moved here, so less than six years, I had a doctor say, why do you write no C-Clor? And I said, well, I'm allergic to it. And he he said, you do realize that that medication has been discontinued and it's no longer being administered to people, right? <laughs> and so I called my mom and I told her and my mom was like, Megan, I've never once told you to write that on your paperwork. It was just a story that I told you that had happened to you as a kid. There would be no reason under the sun for them to have to give you C-Core anymore. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. I've looked like an idiot for the last 10 years of my adult life writing no C-Core on all of my paperwork. Good to know. I appreciate it. But I had that same mental image that if you give me C-Core, I'm going to die. Right. Immediately. Yeah. It's like... Boom, cardiac arrest, dead. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, artist updates. Casting Crown's Juan DeVivo is doing his part to end fake news. He posted, fact check, there are stupid questions. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag truth. Uh, Austin French's wife is very understanding. Uh, she posted this week, we just got gas for $1.04, filled up for $16.22. Austin said that this was the best day of his life. Our wedding day was a lot more expensive, so I understand. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, And Need to Breathe is helping honor WWE Hall of Famer Mean Gene Okerlund. One of the most, well, I think the most, uh, the most famous... Backstage interviewer, announcer, he was also a referee for a time. Not a wrestler, but just a fantastic dude. He passed away at Sarasota Memorial Hospital in Sarasota, Florida on January 2nd. The band's song, Forever On Your Side, was the featured soundtrack for the WWE segment, Remembering the Life of Mean Gene. Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. It was really, actually, it's really beautiful tribute. Yeah. Yeah, it was really nice. WWE does tribute videos fantastically. Yeah. It don't matter if you've never seen the dude being memorialized, 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 memorialized. There you go. Doesn't matter if you've never seen that dude before. You're watching that video. It's going to stir up your feelings. Yeah. Yeah. That was really good. And the song was used really well 
forever on your side is used really well. I just like that you were trying to go with memorized. It doesn't matter if that dude's never been memorized or not. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. Time to get down to business here. We've got a big list. Biggest top list we've ever done. 52 ideas for inviting someone to church this year. One for each Sunday. Are you ready? In case you were curious, I am not looking forward to this. All right, so this is how we're going to do it. I'm going to read it. And we're going to each say yay or nay on if it's good or if there's a problem. Got it. And if we agree, we'll keep moving on. If we disagree, we'll discuss. Okay, right. but our discussion is under a minute. Yeah, it has to be quick. Okay. Less than that. I'm so y'all like need to 30 listen. seconds. Like, put your listening ears on because we're going to be quick. <laughs> All right, number one, order business card size invitations for church members to use. Nay. 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 You don't think that's a good idea? No, it's a waste of paper. <laughs> Okay. It'll go in the trash. I won't argue with you. <laughs> Two, when you grab lunch at a drive through restaurant, give the person who takes your order a printed invitation to church. Mm, nay. If you still have those printed invitations <laughs> or... Three, make a new commitment to invite people every week. Make a checklist of people you often encounter. Grocery clerk, clerk boss, teacher, physical therapist, friend, yard guy, nail tech, relative, hairstylist, food server, dentist, mail carrier, employee, neighbor, etc. Yay. Yeah. Walk your dog, jog, stroll. You'll meet lots of people you can invite to your church. No, thank you. (laughs) Number five, your personal social media, Facebook, etc., offers a great way to invite people. Post a photo, tell a story about how church impacts your life, link to the church website or say join us Sunday at 10. You'll never know who's reading. Yay. Yeah. Six, if your church is in a walkable area, use chalk to draw fun invitations to church on the sidewalks. That's so... I'm 100 behind that. Yeah, Yeah. I love that idea. That's a really cool idea. Uh, Seven, spend time in your front yard. Water the lawn, sit on the porch, plant flowers, do projects, garden, putter around, visit with neighbors who walk by, get to know them and invite them to church. Same thing as the dog thing. No. (laughs) (laughs) Eight, put a Christian book or your Bible on your desk when someone comments about it, chat about your relationship with God and your wonderful church and invite them. I feel like that's baiting almost it feels it feels disingenuous i don't think anybody (laughs) would necessarily chat about it like i don't i can't i can't foresee somebody have coming up to my desk and been like what is that is that the bible on your desk that's pretty cool uh, and I, I want to learn more about your weekly activities. Yeah, I think what would have ended up happening is I would have gotten frustrated after a couple weeks, probably after even a week of having it on my desk and nobody saying anything. None of y'all <laughs> heathens <laughs> are going to ask me about this. Yeah. Then as people come up to my desk, I'm going to be like, oh, by the way, do you see my Bible? Let me tell you about it. <laughs> oh, man. And yeah. invite you to church. All right. Number nine. Host a free car wash at church for the community. Accept no donations. Print custom air fresheners with a scripture verse or saying church name and website. Uh, offer a friendly personal invitation to church and hang an air freshener on the rearview mirror. Yay. That's a cool idea. Yeah. Can you personalize uh, uh, air fresheners? Apparently so. There's got to be something out there. That's really neat. Yep. All right, 10. Plan a neighborhood gathering to get to know your neighbors. It could be a cookout in the yard, at dinner, an ice cream or watermelon party, a cornhole or volleyball game. Uh, just... Put out lawn chairs and hang out. Invite. I'm more prone to that one. I yeah, think, I was gonna say you know I'm all behind yeah. this one. That one because that one's a party. That one's fun. Yeah, that's uh, right <clears throat> up my alley. Eleven. Go garage sale shopping. Buy something and invite the host to your church or host a garage sale at your church. Be friendly and give each guest a printed invitation to worship services. 
Eh, that's no. borderline, yeah. I don't like it. 12. To invite friends to the annual ladies' luncheon or men's campout, send an evite or create a Facebook event. They're simple and effective, and friends can RSVP to you. I yeah, like of that. course, yeah. yeah. 13. Coach a kids' ball team, represent Jesus well, and conclude the season with a backyard cookout. Invite kids' families to join you for church and sit together as a group. That sounds like you're grooming the children without their parents' knowledge. Okay, let me tell you, this is like. <laughs> It's a fine line. Yeah. Okay. Because most of us are genetically ingrained to be competitive. Yeah. And when there's a sport on the line, winner or loser, <laughs> it's a, a Chris reft for upward football this year. Yeah. And which is a faith based. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until <laughs> just a couple Sundays ago we realized that one of the guys that he got into an argument with over a call that he made. Is also a deacon in the church. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You want to see how, <laughs> yeah. how well your church members really represent themselves. Go to a softball game. Yeah, so oh, I feel like man. that. <clears throat> that yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. 14. Notice outdoor needs around your church or home. Mow an overgrown lawn. Salt or shovel sidewalks. Paint a house or public playground. Clean up litter. Improve a park. Any person who stops while you're working receives an invite to church. That just seems like a lot of work for a little payoff. Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to stop. <laughs> You're like, oh, he's working. Let's not leave him. Let's not bother him. Yeah. He might stop. Uh, 15. Place church invitations or brochures at church entrance doors. Random people come into your building often for directions, weddings, funerals, child care repairs, meeting deliveries, etc. Give a personal invite to anyone who comes into the church office. Uh, I mean, I guess. It doesn't really cause you any... You're not putting any real extra effort into that, so sure. One person takes it. I guess it was worth it. Yeah. Sixteen. <coughs> Did you have something to add to that? My thought, if we put like brochures or invitations at the doors, it might work in Clovis because what's going to end up happening is they're going to get blown away across town <laughs> from hey. the wind, you know, and somebody's going to see it in a parking lot <laughs> three miles away. <laughs> That's one of those... Give me a sign moments, though, from yeah, God. Yeah, it is. Like, Lord, give me a sign. Here comes a brochure from Highland. Yep. Come to our church. Ah, okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, 16. Invite someone while you're on your way to church. A neighbor getting his newspaper, an acquaintance at a donut shop, a student you pass in the dorm. Be ready to invite. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Throw out an invite. Hey, I'm going to church. You want to come along? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> but every now and then you'll get someone. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Someone might need that. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, you just got to, with things like that, you just got to be ready to accept a no, a no, yeah. which is going to be most of the time. Yeah. But once you get that, yes, it makes that yes even sweeter. Mm-hmm. So yeah. All right. 17. Simply forward the event info from your church website to invite a friend to catch, uh, to the church Easter egg hunt, music concert, a new class. Yeah. That's still the same like social media. Yeah. 18. Print great looking graphic church t-shirts. Include the church name and website. T-shirts can start many conversations to invite people to church. 100%. Uh, yeah. 19. Host a community wide outdoor movie night projected on a wall or a music concert on the church lawn or plan a series of monthly concerts in summer serve popcorn cold drinks invite guests to church on sunday just make sure the first secure proper licenses for showing movies or performing songs to comply with copyright laws all you churches out there who i know (laughs) oh darn don't do it you just don't you're not doing it yeah that'll work uh 20 
regularly attend local sports events such as Little League, high school, college, professional baseball. Man, they make these lists really long. Get to know other spectators. Invite them to your church. I mean, uh, I like that idea because I like to do that kind of thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. 21, gather a small group from church and volunteer to host a water station at a local running event. Wear church t-shirts, cheer for participants, and invite... Yeah, things That's like that. That's cool. Where you can get involved in a community event and have your little table there. Yeah, yeah, I like that. 22, if your church offers a van to church for a local nursing home or other group, bake homemade cookies, package them individually, attach an invitation that tells the time and place to catch the van, and deliver an invite to each resident. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. Okay, that was the first 22, y'all. That's okay. the first 22. We made it through. We got 30 more. That was pretty quick, we're too. Go through, yeah, we did. A, we're good on time. Okay, I got a quick story for you, though. Go ahead. Quick. We have time. Okay, so number 18 <coughs> was mm-hmm. to print great-looking graphic T-shirts. Uh-huh. Okay, so that's a big thing in Celebrate Recovery where, you know, we all have our own T-shirt for our own. Right. Uh, Church. Yeah, specific thank group. you. Yeah. Thank you. And they, too, as a ministry, have T-shirts that you can buy that say Celebrate Recovery. Okay, so one of the first times that I heard about Celebrate Recovery was before we even started attending. And it was from a friend of mine in Italy. Her name is Darnell. Um, and her mom actually attended Celebrate Recovery at Saddleback in yeah. years ago when it first started. She right. was one of the first who started attending 27 years ago. Okay. That's cool. So it's been in Darnell's life. Practically her entire life. Okay, yeah. Darnell also had um, a rare form of cancer a couple years ago and was going through chemo, lost all of her hair. Okay, She was in the grocery store and was wearing a Celebrate Recovery t-shirt in the middle of her chemo. So she's bald. Yeah. Wearing a Celebrate Recovery t-shirt. And the cashier asks her, I'm so glad that you have such a... Po-, or says to her, I'm such a, so glad that you have such a positive outlook on you know, this part of your life, how long have you been in recovery? And Darnell, obviously thinking, celebrate recovery. Well, yeah, 12-step recovery. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Begins to tell her, oh, I've been in for this many years. And the cashier is obviously getting confused and worried and very concerned that this young girl has been going through (laughs) chemo Chemo for years. 27 years. (laughs) Um, So anyway, it, it made for a good conversation, but... Make sure that your t-shirts are clear in what they are and there's no area for confusion because for Darnell, it was definitely a moment of, oh, I guess I can't wear my Celebrate Recovery t-shirts for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> We've been working on this for over 20 years. We're hoping 2018 is yep. going to be the year. <laughs> Chemotherapy works, finally. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to have hair one day. Yep. Goodness gracious, that's funny. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Oh, man. All right, y'all. Well, when we come back, we're going to tackle the last 30 ideas for inviting someone to church this year. Stick around. Wednesday morning. So glad that you're with us. 
Hope you've been here all morning. Hope you were here last hour because last hour we started on our big top list for today. 52 ideas for inviting someone to church this year. One for each Sunday. We went through the first 22. We got 30 more we're going to dive right into. Uh, as we did in the second hour, what we're doing is we're pretty much reading them pretty quickly. And if one of us has a problem with them, we'll yell out nay and kind of describe why we don't like it. Unless we both agree that both of us don't like it because then it's obvious you just shouldn't do it. Exactly. Because we're the authority and <laughs> of all things uh, faith-based. Listen, if Matt and I agree that it's garbage, <laughs> this, it's garbage. It's almost certainly garbage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So we're going to start, pick up with 23, number 23. Purchase a law enforcement officer's Bible for local police or Bible specifically designed for firefighters or EMS workers. Uh, write a note of prayer and appreciation inside along with an invitation to come to our church on Sunday and deliver it to the precinct area. So I had no, sorry, I had no idea that there was like law enforcement Bibles. Oh yeah, you didn't know that? I didn't, that's really cool. There's even ones they make for every branch of the military, all that. Oh, I did know that. Yeah. Hey, that's really, yep, I'm behind this one. Yeah, I like it. Uh, 24, at Vacation Bible School registration, ensure every guest parent receives a personal invitation to church, a printed invitation, and a list of classes for children and adults, and make sure each VBS leader is committed to personally inviting guests to church. I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's one of the purposes of a summer VBS anyway. I mean, it's not the main purpose, but it's certainly a get the community involved in church kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Step it up a notch, VBS directors, and have the kids perform one of their songs on a Sunday morning, like mm. the Sunday morning after VBS. Mm-hmm. Because, and you have to tell the kids about it all week. We're going to be performing this song Sunday morning at church because then the kids want to be there to perform their song. And the parents and- are going to come. Yeah, that's smart. That's See? a. That's a sneaky sneak. You pull the sneaky on them. Uh-huh. <laughs> 25. Join a volunteer, uh, join or volunteer in a community organization or take a class with the intention to invite new acquaintances to church. The group could be a PTO, book club, business, or community groups. Man, they make really long lists. They Bunko do. group, golf league, exercise group, college class, etc. Uh, uh, uh. I don't feel so good about this one. Yeah. I'm not going to waste my time just for that. <laughs> Taking a class. But at the same time, <laughs> like, I'm thinking if I'm taking a class, I'm there to take the class. Like, right. I'm here to work, and most people are that way. Yeah. Especially as adults. If you're an adult taking a class, don't waste my time talking yeah. to me about anything but the class. For real. <laughs> Uh, all right. 26. During a building project or road construction near your home or church, gather church members to grill a delicious meal for the workers. Hey, I like that. Yeah. Give each person a verbal or printed invitation to Sunday worship service. Yeah. I like I that a lot. like that. 27. Deliver a welcome gift and church invitation to new move-ins in your community. Subscribe to a service or ask members to call if, if they see someone moving into their neighborhood. A volunteer delivers a welcome packet and homemade goodies or gift. Mm-hmm. We know that you like the homemade goodies. I do. I do love me some homemade <laughs> goodies. I got to tell you, so every time that we move into a neighborhood, I'm always like, okay, I hope these people aren't stalking me so much that they see the moving truck and they they know, okay, got a new neighbor. I don't want them coming over here. But then a week or two weeks go by and no one has come over to welcome us to the neighborhood. <laughs> and, and suddenly like, your idea flips. Like, how come nobody's welcomed us? What a Do garbage neighborhood we live in. <laughs> <laughs> so I think there's a fine line. Give them a few days to get yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Get settled. Yeah. Then come over. Yep. 
<clears throat> 28. Enter a team from your church for a local community-wide contest or event, such as a boat race, fun run, or a chili cook-off where church t-shirts have fun and invite people. Cool. A wonderful idea. Yep. 29. Invite the families of your church's daycare or parents' day out participants. For example, send an invitation note for with a pre-registration form for Vacation Bible School, a flyer about the fall festival, or a list of children's and parents' activities at church. Again, I feel like yeah. that's already a... I feel like, yeah, that's a common thing. Yeah. 30. Plan a huge one-hour shadow of the steeple blitz to invite residents from in every home within a mile or block of the church. Members get a street assignment and church info packs, and they knock on doors, invite them to church, and ask them how to pray for them. Even better, deliver a Bible to each home with the invitation. My church, which is this is the, the author of the article, which I'll find out here in a minute, uh... Olive Baptist Church in Pensacola has a big cross atop the building, so the event is called Shadow of the Cross. <coughs> so it's basically just about focusing on the neighborhood directly around your church, right? That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Putting a little more focus on the actual neighborhood that you're in. Yeah. I think we've done that before uh, yeah. a few times. Yeah. Door knocking uh, is difficult for me. Yeah. It's not for everybody. I don't know if it's an introvert thing or if I'm just uncomfortable in social situations, period. But coming out, coming in hot with a door knocking to someone who doesn't know what you're there for, mm-hmm. it intimidates me a lot. Yeah. And so you have those people that go out soul winning mm-hmm. in the, which is a heavily used Baptist term, of trying to convert people to Christianity mm-hmm. at the door. Like that is frightening. Yeah. I'm much more willing to invite them to church and give them a packet or a Bible, but I grew up doing that. Yeah, people going to door to door trying to save people mm-hmm. on their front steps. That's Once a, a month. That's intimidating. Once a month, every set or cool. one Saturday out of every month, we would go. Yeah, more so power long. to y'all people that do that. But yeah. see, we didn't do it on the front step. We would knock on the door. We would introduce ourselves. We would say what we're there for, and we'd say, "Do you mind if we come in and talk with you for a little bit?" Yeah. Just so, like Jehovah's Witnesses. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My brother, um, Is Mike. Is Jehovah's Witness? No, no, no. Mike, Mike in Albuquerque. <laughs> uh-huh. He has been known to invite the Jehovah's Witnesses and the Mormons in and then try to convert them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that he's ever been successful. I mean, talk but... theology with them. Yeah. Truly. But yeah, if you know your stuff anyway. Yeah. Good. Uh, all right. Where were we? See? Uh, we did the thing we weren't supposed to 31. do, Mo. 31. We did the thing we 31. weren't supposed to do. 31. <laughs> 31. That's all falling apart. 31. <laughs> Get to know your child's school teacher, coach, or physician. Invite him or her to your home for a casual dinner. If they don't have a church, invite them to yours. Okay. So uh, take out of, that middle part. A lot of steps. Don't invite them <laughs> to your home for a casual dinner. Just get to know them and invite them to church. Being a picky eater, I'm terrified of going to someone else's house for dinner and not knowing what they're going to serve. And we had to do that with one of Deidre's friends in college because we were going to be watching their house, mm-hmm. house sitting their house and their dog for a week. And so they invited us to dinner, and I'm like, well, what are they serving? And she goes, I don't know. We got there, and it was some disgusting, uh, I don't know, some casserole, something or other that had at least 10 things in it I didn't like. And I just had to sit there and force myself not to gag eat enough to where it looked like i had my fill and move on it's just coming to a, anyone's house is terrifying to me. 
That's why I appreciate the fact that anytime you're inviting people over, you say either bring your own food or we're doing a cookout or something like that. This is what we're having. Uh, Y'all do that crawfish boil every now and then. I'm like, okay, well, I can skip that. Yeah. (laughs) I don't have to participate (laughs) in that one. (laughs) Thank you for advertising it. I won't be there. Yep. It's true. Uh, 32, create a beautiful big basket of shiny apples for your teacher's lounge at a nearby public school. Deliver it during the teacher uh, work day. Hang a pretty prayer note or invitation to church from the handle. We did something like that for a school in our town here. Uh, it was something that we started and then got sidetracked on because issues were happening. Uh, but it was we were calling it Good Neighbors. Mm. And we made a big box full of just a bunch of goodies and whatever. And we delivered it to Highland Elementary down mm-hmm. the road. For their teachers' lounge, uh, and it was it went off pretty spectacularly. They yeah. really enjoyed it. Uh, we had a couple people come and visit the church. <clears throat> I think one of them stayed. But anyway, it was really cool. If nothing else, it was a nice blessing. Yeah. For the neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, for the teachers in our neighborhood, so that was cool. Uh, so I like that a lot. Uh, I like it from the perspective of the church, not from the perspective of a parent. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it might. It's a good church activity. Be hairy. It's as a just a parent. <laughs> this is not a bribe. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a big basket of goodies. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy the turtle pecans. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Let's see. Uh, Thirty-four. Thirty. Nope. Thirty-three. Oh. Sorry. Uh, host. See, you were gonna make us have fifty-one, and we would have skipped one totally. Would that have been a bad? It'd thing? have been a lie. Sorry. <laughs> 33 host first day moms pray uh coffee at the first day of school members invite lots of other moms to a half hour prayer for kids and teachers then moms hang around for coffee snacks and fellowship provide a list of church activities and a perfect personal invite so i've done this but i did it in my home yeah but i've done this that's pretty cool yeah I like it. I like it. 34, arrange a van to provide pickup for students at a nearby university. Get permission to post a sign in the freshman dorms as they move in and give a number they can text for a lift to worship. That's cool. Mm-hmm. 35, tailgate at local sports events. Have fun, serve hot dogs, talk with people, and pass out church invitations. Your small group could do this together and keep a tally of who invited the most people. It's a competition. Uh, 36, begin new small groups for specific groups of people, newlyweds, new retirees, community newcomers, singles, aged 32 to 49, etc. Advertise well and ask members to invite your friends. I can see. Yeah, I can see this being appealing. Uh, 37, bring a friend days can be amazingly successful for a church or small group. Or get more specific and bring a neighbor, bring a coworker, bring a teacher, bring a sports fan, wear some team shirts. You could make it a contest and give a fun prize. Everything always works better when it's a Everything's competition. Everything's better when it's a prize. <laughs> and if you're, doing a, if you're doing a prize, not only do you give the prize to the church member, but you better have that same prize for everybody he brought Heck or yeah. she brought. Yep. <clears throat> 38, pass out yummy treats and a church invitation to children who come to your home on Halloween. You might include an imprinted pencil or other item, or if you're trick-or-treating with your children, give an invitation card at each house. Oh, that's borderline for me. I agree. the second part anyway. I agree. I feel like it can be a little bit sticky. I don't know that I would want for my kids to get an invitation to Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints from a... Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I... So maybe maybe a pencil with a candy bar. Because don't forget that candy bar and it better be a king-size candy bar because that's the way that Jesus would do it. (laughs) Um. Because he's a king and that's his size. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I, I don't know. Yeah, this is a little. It can get hairy. Yeah. All right, 39, order political type yard signs that state, I go to whatever church, join me Sunday, question mark. Add your church's website. Ask all church members to display them on their lawn for 10 days. Member will also enjoy discovering uh, members in their area of town. Oh, okay, so if everybody in the church has them, they're like, hey, that's where they live. Somebody lives there. <coughs> that's, uh, I mean, I guess maybe during political season, that would be kind of clever. It'd be yeah. weird any other time. Yeah. <laughs> 40. Each time you go to the church building, uh, click check in on your Facebook account and also like your church's Facebook page and it will show on your site. Friends notice. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. The check ins always pop up. Yeah. I always see people checking yeah. into their churches. <clears throat> Let's see. Who, pardon me there. Mm, 41. Recruit a team for your church for a local ball league or bowling league. Have fun and ask the opposing team to meet for ice cream after the game and invite them to church. Some of these, the way they're, I guess the way they're worded or presented, sound like a bait and switch situation. Yeah. Which makes me want to not do them. Yeah. But again, that's not really what it is. They're not trying to do that. They're just trying to open up a social setting. Yeah. uh, For something that's not as social. Like your bowling league, you're competitive. But once it's over, you you can be more social. Hey, let's go hang out, have some ice cream. And then you have that opportunity. Yeah. But just the way that they're sounding in the short bite. So it's like, hey, come get some ice cream. Ah, come to church. Yeah. And something like that. Yeah. But you're still getting ice cream. So there's no switch. You're still getting, you just, it's bait and invite. <laughs> For me, when I read. We're fishers and men. I get it. It works. That's true. When I read this, though, I'm like, uh, most churches play against other churches in, <laughs> in ball leagues. So, hey, let's go have let's go have ice cream. Hey, y'all lost and we won. Your church sucks. Come over to you ours. have to come to our church. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to come to the winning church? Come, right. come to our church. Uh, let's see. Forty two. Include an invitation to church with church benevolence projects. Uh, if you collect coats for Christ. Put an invitation to church in the pockets. If you bag food for the needy, attach an invitation to the package or write it on a can. Write it on a can. Write it on a can. Yeah, That's like- the weirdest. Put a piece of paper in it. You don't got to write it on a can. People open up their <laughs> can of corn and they're like, come to church. I did not expect a spiritual stopping point here on my road to dinner. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Mom's trying to make dinner for oh. screaming kids, and everybody just chill out. Lord, give me a sign. Can corn come to church? Well, <laughs> that was unexpected. That's weird. Um, all right, forty-three. Create a fabulous float for the community parade. Add friendly walkers or skaters to distribute church invitations to parade goers. I have tried for years, <coughs> years to get a per, uh, float for the parade and have been turned down time after time. Forty-four. Host a neighborhood Christmas party at your home or plan a neighborhood Easter egg hunt in your yard. Give each guest an invitation when they leave. Plan the date carefully so that you can invite them to a special holiday event or worship service yeah Yeah, that's yeah Yeah. that's cool uh 45 design come to my baptism invitation cards and (laughs) just don't even finish reading that one 46 
On a big snow day, build lots of snowmen across the church lawn as if they're going to church. Snowmen hold pre-prepared signs. Let's go to church. Meet us Sunday at 10. And it's warm in there. It's warm in there. People stop to watch. Give them an invitation. That takes a lot of work. That's weird. I mean, I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. I agree. I don't hate it either, but at the same time, Hey, here's the good news. <laughs> it doesn't snow here enough that yeah. we're ever going to have to do that We're never going to get one. that chance. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be worth it because it'd melt the next day. True. Uh, let's see here. 47. Purchase ingredients for hot cocoa with marshmallows and the lidded disposable cups. Set up a drive through at church on a cold winter day with big signs. 30-second stop for free hot chocolate. Give them a warm invitation to church with their drink. I like that. I do like that. I just... For future reference, so that you don't waste your time, the little sticky labels do not work on yeah, hot chocolate right. cups. Right, they don't. We've tried that. They you won't some, stick. You need some serious super glue if you're going to try that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, purchase. No, we did that one. 48. Adults, teens, or children can handwrite notes of appreciation and prayer to the local fire station, elected officials, office, police, or sheriff's department. Deliver them along with a nice snack basket and a printed invitation to your church. I like that. Yeah. Uh, 49. Plan play dates with your children's friends and parents. Invite them to church and plan to meet for burgers nearby afterwards. Get your children involved. They can invite friends to church just as well as you. Be prepared for your children to lose a friend or two. <laughs> it will happen. 50. Talk about your church in everyday conversations on the bus, in the break rooms, at the beach, riding the subway, in the coffee shops, your knitting class, the Uber car. Seriously, what is with these long lists? I, yeah. <laughs> the grocery line, the waiting room. The waiting room? <laughs> the waiting room at like the doctor's office is yeah. what I'm assuming? Yeah. Just chat and invite naturally. Uh, it's not really natural if you're forcing yourself to do it. It's true. But, sure. Uh, 51, order car window stickers with the church's name or magnetic bumper stickers that say follow me to whatever church or share an invitation when someone asks about it. Uh. So I didn't read the rest as I'm reading along with you. It says, or magnetic bumper stickers that say follow me. And I'm shaking my head. No. <laughs> follow me. No. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that's cool. I <coughs> I do think one of the best ways to advertise our church is with a bumper sticker or a little decal on the car. Mm-hmm. Be mindful of how you drive, though, with that sticker. Yeah. On the, we've talked about this before, I think. Well, see, the church you attend now, uh, which you joined, right, recently, mm-hmm. Central. Yep. Uh, Central Baptist here, they used to do that. They had a bumper sticker thing that said, follow me to Central Baptist Church. And every time I saw that, I thought... Well, this is dumb because that only works like Sunday morning and maybe Wednesday night. That's true. If I start following you and you don't lead me to a church, I'm going to be mad. Yeah, right. <laughs> I can agree with I'm that. Like, this is Sonic. This is not Central Baptist Church. <laughs> I wanted to go to Central Baptist Church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you're going to do that, you need to put, if it's Sunday morning, follow me. <laughs> yeah. So All maybe right. the safer route is just a decal of the church's name. <laughs> All right. Last one. Number 52. Add an extra line under your personal email automatic signature. <laughs> you know, you. Gmail doesn't even display those anymore. It really? puts it under a little dot, dot, dot button. Uh-huh. And if you want to see it, you I have to click it. Yep. I'm like, that's just, that's not, that's not hip to the jive of yeah. 2019. Yeah. Uh, guys, don't you? Jeez, just think about this stuff. So I got to tell you, Matt, going back to the whole car decal one, Uh I think that's like 
That's probably the best one on the list. And here's why I say that, okay? You don't have to talk to people. You don't, one, you don't have to talk to people, right? Two, as the person who sees the sticker, I can determine whether or not that church is worth me trying out by their driving habits. Driving habits? I thought you were going to say their font selection. That, seriously. That would be you. If you make up, if you make up a, a decal or a bumper sticker and it's just the ugliest looking design, I ain't going to your church. Yeah. I'm sorry. What if it's Comic Sans, Matt? Comic Sans, I'm I'm tempted to set fires. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that I would burn down a church, because I wouldn't, but gosh, that'd be the most tempted I'd ever been. <laughs> Comic Sans. I've seen a church with their actual sign outside written in, in Comic, Comic Sans. Sans. I'm like, come on, Pope. Uh, pokes. pokes pokes come, come on, on pokes Peep. i was gonna say people then i was changing it to folks oh i thought Came you were like going either. with poor folks poor folks po pokes. folks po folks don't spec much <laughs> um gosh yeah it's the worst it's the worst yeah it's the worst, the worst. The worst. Yep. all right from the best show <laughs> Okay, anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, and done. I don't know. Just, that's the end of it. All right. Final thing <laughs> for the day, Matthew. Ask us anything. Do it. Today's question is, what do you think about when you hear the word classy? Mr. Peanut. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Top hat and monocle. That's Came. a good one. Can't beat it. I also, think peanuts are delicious. Jackie O. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think a lot of people would think that. Yeah. Yeah. That's who I think. Classy. 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 De classe. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Easy. Easy peasy. Mr. Peanut. Who's the Vlasic guy? Vlasic? Yeah, you know the... Was a stork. No, no. Was it a stork? Yeah. The pickle Vlasic? Yeah. Yeah. It's because the way that you said classy. So I heard... Classic Vlasic. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was like... Uh, yeah, it was a stork. I remember the first... Com- com- the only commercial I remember was when they introduced their new... Like, they had cut the pickle lengthwise sliced to where the slice of pickle was like a full... Oh, yeah. Pickle like length. Oval. And it was like their hamburger... Or their new sandwich stackers. Yes. Yeah, that's what they were called. But yeah... Yeah, it's a stork. Okay. <clears throat> or a seagull or something. Some a long, long-beaked. Long-beaked bird. Long-neck heaven bird. Long-beaked bird. Okay. <laughs> Got it. I, that had nothing to do with the question. Yep. <laughs> okay. Stick around. We'll be back in a little while to close out the show. <laughs> I can't remember the catchphrase. Something about crunch. Pickles always have the crunch. Classic pickles with a classic crunch. Something like that. See? Stick around. Classic. Stick around.
that's the end of our Wednesday show. We have the Bible verse and thought for the day. Bible verse for the day is Galatians 5.16. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. And desiring God reminds us that if you are a child of God, every hardship, every challenge, every problem that might come your way in 2019 will come under this promise. God will work even this for your good. Thank you for joining us this morning. We are normally here every Monday through Thursday starting at 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific with an encore presentation at 10 a.m. Eastern and 7 a.m. Pacific. If you ever miss one of our shows, you can find all the chatty bits mashed together for you into a podcast over on backrowradio.com, iTunes, a bunch of other places. Just look, (laughs) search for us. Tune in tomorrow and Friday for You're My Friend and I Trust You with Donnie and Jordan as they kick off your weekend with Throwback Thursday and Feel Good Friday. And we'll see you again on Monday. Also, tune in for Chapter Day Morning this Saturday starting at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific, where you can hear amazing shows like Hear No Evil, the Free Play Podcast, and Not Another Baptist Podcast. You can find the schedule on BackRowRadio.com. And remember, you can connect with all aspects of the Back Row by visiting thebackrow.org and join our meme-packed Facebook group at BRB Church. So, Mo, what is the final word? I am so tired. (laughs) That's it for today's show. If you need us, we'll be in the back. Bye.